Okay. Yep. And welcome back to another episode of the Saucy Boys Podcast. I go by the name of Chaku. Michael Stokes, baby. And we are back. New week. New drink. Which Not is- necessarily a new drink. I mean, it's a it's a flavor we haven't tried yet. So oh, it's kind of new. Oh, we we doing the shooters. You brought the shooters. I up. mean, I brought them, but then you told me about last night, and I'm just like, I'm kind of regretting putting them on the table. Oh no, it's all good. I'll do it. All right, this guy. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm in. I I I. So we was meaning to get to this one for a minute, but yeah, uh, running back to Terramana this time. But this is the Anejo. Uh, I know I didn't pronounce that right. People are probably like, "He's fucking idiot. He can't pronounce that Anejo." And shit. Yeah, I don't even know how you say it. I just, you know, what? Just, what do you want me to do? That's just tequila. There's yeah. the clear one, the brown one, and then there's that one. Tequila. Is camera still on? Yeah, it's still rolling. All right, cool. That's all that matters. Anyways, but yeah, we got the tequila right here, so we about to pour up real quick. Uh, we were just going to do like tequila and pineapple. You know, I'm going to be dope. Let's get a little ASMR real quick. Oh, we got the poppers. In a minute. Man. Shit smells strong. So uh, this past week, how was your, your how was your last week? Um, I mean, I can't complain. Not bad, really. Just all right. you know, what I'm saying. I know that's completely opposite of what you've been going through. So that's why I'm pulling up this shot for you, my boy. Your man's been fucking busy. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little upset because last Sunday, um, a spot that I play at. They had a Bad Bunny versus Daddy Yankee. Or is it Daddy Yankee? Daddy Yankee. <laughs> but they had a they had a show. And uh they brought the the radio station, the Latin radio station in to um ninety eight point five? Yeah. Uh no, nah, it was like one oh four something Latin hits. Um, damn, I'm making a mess. But they dropped in to uh host the event. Sorry, I'm making myself a bevy right now. So if you're, yeah, sorry about that. Um, so all the um, audio listeners right now, we, this is the part of the show that we normally make our bevies. We were pretty good at this, but you know we do the pod every two weeks now, so we're a little bit rusty. So, but we'll we'll be back on top on, on top of our shit in a sec. Just give us one second. There we go. Okay. Right. Um. But yeah, nah. So they did the event, and so in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, cool, like. It's during my block, so I'm guessing that they're gonna bring in like the the Latin, you know, DJ for the for the station, right? So yeah. I I find out about the the joint like probably like a a few days before. So in my head, this whole time I'm thinking like, okay, like yeah, they got somebody else to do it. Wait, wait, was this that that uh that beach block party thing? Nah, that's that was different. Oh, okay, that was okay. the week before. Um. So yeah, uh, I I text uh, the manager in the morning. I was like, "Hey, so you know what's going on with that? Like, y'all don't need me, right?" And he's like, "Nah, it's all the all the regular DJs." And in my head, I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "I'm hoping they're not expecting me to play Daddy Yankee and Bad Bunny the whole time because my catalog's not that deep." It's your worst nightmare. And it's, so it's literal hell for you. <laughs> and so the whole time. Um, well, the the first he he was telling me he's like, nah, just go ahead and like do your regular shit, you'll be all right. And then because he was thinking it would been like what ninety eight point five did because they came by, they set up a little booth and they just kind of like talked on the radio and yeah. then, like did their own thing, so it didn't matter what the DJ was playing. And um, 
that camera's bugging me. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, it's like hanging off the thing. Is I don't know why it's yeah. doing that. It, it's been acting goofy. It's all good. But now, nah, so he thought the radio was just gonna like do their own thing, and it wasn't gonna be a thing. So they when they come in, like they bring like mascots, like Damn. the Bad Bunny and Daddy Yankee mascots. They brought tents, like a bunch of promotional stuff for the station, and yeah, pairs of his shoes. They brought on a, raffle. They, they they brought a MC, and he was like, oh, and by the way, the dude was really nice. He was a cool dude. Um. I got his Instagram handle. I'll, I'll post him up and shout him out. But um, oh damn, I don't even have my phone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like they do the whole thing, and the whole time he's like one hundred four or five, like Latin hits, and I'm in my head, I'm like, man, fuck. <laughs> 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 like I know Latin music, but I don't know it like that Ugh. that deeply. So I'm like, I'm going, I'm burning through like all my shit. And the guy was like, yo, for, like, not knowing Latin music, like, he's like, you're doing, like, a really good job. But I'm like, dog, I don't have enough for four hours. So they had to bring somebody else in. He brought one of his homies in. Damn, they called in a relief pitcher. They did. Well, I asked him to. I was like, yeah, bro, you're going to have to call that dude because I'm not going to make it to, <laughs> I ain't going to make it to 6 o'clock. I'll tell you that right now. You're going to be hearing some, some nigga shit in a minute. But Did he use your tables or did he set nah, up? Nah, he, uh, he set up a controller. Um. But yeah, man. So it was just kind of. It's like I, I kind of felt like I was blindsided, mm-hmm. and it sucks, man. Because I like to be prepared for things. If I would have been notified like before, and you know, gave him enough heads up, then I'd have been like, all right, cool. Like I need to really dig in on this Latin shit because I'm doing the, the, you know, the Bad Bunny versus Daddy Yankee shit. Yeah. But the guy that came on after me, like he killed that shit. He he knew all of his shit. He was talking about all the old cuts and all that. I was like, all right, bro, do your yeah, thing. Yeah, so he had, a, he had a, a leg up in the game, you know. Yeah. Cheated. So, um, but I think he's one of the station DJs uh-huh. too. So uh, he plays at Doc Brown's. Mm. But yeah, so where, where is Doc Brown's? It's over there by sixteen oh four in Calabria. Uh, like that's right. Before right. it's like right after that Walmart in that little shopping center. But yeah, so I just, it was nerve wracking, bro. Like. Like, I'm up there, like, I'm under immense pressure. And he's like, oh, you're doing good. This is your moment. And he was showing love, man. But it just, I was up there fucking sweating. Sweat my ass off. I just, and when I got done, like, you know how, like, you go through something, like, your adrenaline is just still, like. Pumping. Pumping. Bro, I was, kind of like, I could not relax. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to do Lucky Duck later on that night, so. But, man, it was just, it was, it was very nerve-wracking. I just, I felt, because I looked out in the crowd and I looked at like all the people that were sitting there, and they were, you could tell like that's what they were there for. Yeah. Like they wanted the the Bad Bunny and the Daddy Yankees. I was like, all right, cool. And so I just I gave them everything that I had in my library. Give it everything I got. <laughs> I'm doing the best that I can. Okay. <laughs> so, Give it all she got. But yeah, man, it's just, it's just shit like that. That's like it's, it's stressful. So that was then, and then um yesterday. Um, they've been having like issues with the the sound, and I mean I'm not like the I, Sunday location. Yeah, okay. So the I'll Sunday say, night location or the Sunday day. Huh. So I'll give you I'll give you this. It's a very common thing, and I don't know if it's just here in San Antonio. It's probably other places, but a lot of venues don't really invest into quality sound. Yeah, because right. it's an afterthought to them, honestly. And it's it's completely like mind blowing to me, and it sucks because I'm and this is where I wanted to get into that topic, um, so we can burn through it real quick. But um, a lot of venues don't put 
like emphasis on like the sound like that and you go to these spots and like it doesn't sound good but people aren't gonna say nothing if it sound, they're just gonna leave you know what i mean like so that too and then it's like you have all these guys out there that say like they're i don't know what you'll call it but like I, could it be like a sound designer mm-hmm. or what i don't know but they, they're just doing like installs right yeah and so they hire like somebody else's like uncle or he's like i can get you the shit for the low low but then they charging you they overcharging you for like cheap speakers and labor and you think you're getting a deal but in turn what you're getting is a shitty sound system that's probably gonna blow in like a month and then you keep having to get repairs done and and you keep going to that one person that's like just putting out like these and there's a couple of people in San Antonio that like they've gone around and they've done this to like multiple venues and I'm not going to say no names cuz it is what it is. Yeah. But it's very unfortunate because you have these venues that are like really dope and have tons of potential but they don't invest anything into their sound so it doesn't sound good. And me being a DJ, it's like you know what sounds good and you know what doesn't. And so there's some venues that have done it right and they have amazing sound and it's loud enough to where you can feel it and it feels good, but it's not like that loud to where I can't have a conversation with you because it's like ear piercing. Yeah, yeah. And so some of these spots, it's like it's ear piercing and they don't have like the one spot, it's like overloaded with speakers. Like they have too many. They don't need that many for like that amount of space. And then another one is like they don't have like the right speakers. It's not enough power. And my thing is like when you go to a venue and like you go to hear music, like you want like a warm sound. So like when we went to uh, the concert, yeah it's a big space and the sound is fucking like there's racks it's loud as fuck but we can still have a conversation but with like these venues like you go in it's just like ear piercing like high pass sounds Uh, like like uh that like babcock yeah yeah that's why that's why i hate going there like i love the atmosphere but i just know like either it's the dj who plays there or whatnot but he has that shit on like it's like you got to scream at the person next to yeah, you next and have a to conversation. You. And it sucks because, you know I mean, I don't want to have to, like, yell and, you know, try and have a conversation with you. I want I want the sound to be warm. I want you to be able to, like, you can feel the music, you can feel the bass and thing. It makes you want to move, but at the same time, if you need to have a conversation, like, you could still do that. Yeah. And it's fun. And I feel like a lot of venues don't do their sound right, and it's unfortunate because I feel like you would have more people in those spaces if they took the time to kind of like plan it out because there's this one spot too where it's like they have four like 15 inch powered speakers and they're all facing like the middle of the venue and then like all that sound comes back to me and i can't hear shit and even with my monitor on it's like it just it's like overbearing yeah it's like like too much that actually be something i'd be interested to to see like the like uh stats on or something like that if you could run like a poll or if someone did a poll of like how how likely are you to to stay in a bar if the music is like if the sound system is too fucking loud? Yeah, because you know the music can be good and the DJ can be great, but the sound system's trash. It's like it kind of ruins the experience. But see, and so I got into this conversation yesterday um, with a friend because it was just like there's nothing you can do about it, right? Yeah, it's like out of your control and. It's unfortunate. Like, I get it. But for me, it's like this whole DJ shit and like shit that I do with like 
whether it's like music film or anything like that it's like i want to do it right and i want to put out a quality versus you know put out some bullshit right yeah or like to go dj a set and it just sounds like shit because that looks bad on me and it's like me being the professional it's like you got to put your foot down at some point but i feel like that's why a lot of things have gotten to the place that they're at now is because these people that like put their passion into it and whatever but they didn't speak up it's like people think that that's okay yeah that's like the regular shit so like these venues that have these sound systems it's like oh like nobody's gonna say anything for one and then two it's like people like you just adapt to it after a while you're just like all right whatever like this is just how this place is gonna be so it's either i come here or i don't come here yeah and so my point behind that is just like i feel like that's what kind of fucks things up so like look at it from the standpoint of like the dj right Mm -hmm. so you hire a dj to come play at your spot and this dj is charging his rate and he's getting his rate and you know whatever but then you have this other guy that comes in and he's not the best dj but he's a nigga that can play music right and so they're like all right well we can cut costs and I can have this guy come in and play music for a lot cheaper than the other guy. It doesn't matter if he's good or not. It's just we need music in here when there's people in here. Yeah. Right? And so I feel like this is where a lot of, like, the shitty DJs come from. And that's what kind of fucks up the game because people are saying, like, nah, it's not okay. You know what I mean? And then they try to boil it down to, like, oh, well, that's just his creative choice. It's like a, I'm like, I get that. Like, be who you want to be when you're doing your shit. But at the same time, it's like, don't fuck up the game by like you can't get gigs nowhere else it's like that's why you can't get them anywhere else because you're not i'm not i hate talking shit like this but it's just like there's djs out there that aren't good and they're getting booked at these places and it's making other people that aren't good (laughs) like it it, like it's okay yeah you see what i'm saying like i don't know if that's making sense and for like anybody listening but for me, it's like I'm super passionate about it. So when I go to a place and it's like the sound quality is fucked up. So like last night I was having the hardest time and I don't normally get too frustrated, but I was like super fucking frustrated. Like I just like I had to sit down for a second. Like this is like it's ruining my whole vibe and like it doesn't sound good. And I feel like that's a reflection on me is because I'm doing whatever I can to fix it. And I'm the guy up there and I I, I, I would watch people walk out mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, this is like. Like this is so bad. <laughs> it, it it see fucked up sound is like someone who's not a DJ or whatnot. From my perspective, it lowers the standard of your your establishment to me. Like no. I feel like if I go into a place and it's like really nice, but the music like the speakers are fucking up, and like I can notice it because I never notice that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like if if it's something like that where like the speakers are going in and out while the, while the DJ is playing. Or or, or rattling. it's like yeah, piercingly loud and shit like that. Those are the things that I notice in like in my mind. I'm like, this establishment is not as good as it looks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's the thing that goes through my mind. I'm just like, oh, they, oh shit, <laughs> empty, empty. But it's like, um, it's like, oh, y'all put all your money into making the place look nice, but like you, but it's like I don't want to be in here because the sound is so shitty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I, so I, I kind of relate that to like film, right? They say it doesn't matter how good your film looks if the sound quality is shit, nobody's gonna like it. Exactly. And so I feel like that's the same for like venues and like in in DJ. Like if it doesn't sound good, it's like it's 
and it's pointless. But it sucks because there's so many people that just tell you like, okay, well, like you can't do nothing about it. It's like, dude, it's like, well, actually, I can. And I feel, but and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like nobody's really put their foot down before, and then the people that do either get like blackballed or blacklisted, and they're like, oh, well, this nigga talks too much, right? Yeah. And I don't want it to be a thing like that because I'm only trying to help the venues that I play at or anywhere else, like, just get better. Because, I mean, you know, in the long run, it's like, it's more clientele for you. It's more business for you. It's more money for you. So that means it should equate some more money for me in, you know, helping me establish or, like, build my career, right? Mm -hmm. But... It's like the first time somebody says something, it's like, get that nigga out of here. We're going to bring in the guy that charges one one fifty yeah. in a bar tab to play gigs. And next thing you know, it's like you have this place. And it's it's unfortunate because I feel like this is why people like look at DJs crazy and like, oh, just play the song. Like, you can just play it. It's like, nah, man, like, it's not, it's not that. I feel like that's why people think that's what it is now is because nobody's ever put their foot down. And they put these DJs in there that don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it just, it fucks up the game. And so you got to sit there. Because, like, there was a couple that came in um, last night. And they were like, oh, so what are you got? Like, you, you going to wiki wiki? Like, they're doing that shit. And then they're like, hey, so what's up? And mind you, I did not even started yet. Like, I was just setting up. And they were just being, like, fucking rude. Yeah. And I was like, bro, it don't work like that. Like, I'm not just going to, like, you come in and in the first, like, five minutes and you ask me to play, like, all ratchet shit or like, all hood shit. It's like, nigga, I just started. Like, I'm here to, like, build an environment and a vibe. It's like, that's not it. It's like, we're not jukeboxes. Don't come in and just start requesting crazy shit off the bat. But there's some DJs out there, like, people will come and be like, hey, play this. And I'm like, well, yeah, fuck it. And they'll mix from one song and they just, like, drop the other joint. And I'm like, all right, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, they get hyped. And I'm like, yo, like, that's not that's not what DJing is, bro. It's, it's like you're supposed to, like, we, we shuffle through mass amounts of fucking music and, and take hours and hours a day to like run through this shit and really like build something special for y'all and then y'all come up and just oh just drop it just do it just download it from youtube just i'm like fuck off <laughs> fuck off but yeah sorry i just the dj rant today it's been a fucking long he was on two one. weeks he, he, had, he was on one he had that one like built up tucked so i was just like i'm yeah. just gonna let you cook bro you know what i'm saying Longer you cook, the longer I ain't got to talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to get that shit off though, because like people, I'm a very passionate person when it comes to like shit that I'm doing, and I want quality. I want I want shit to be good for y'all. So Everyone whenever... should take as much pride in their craft as you know. what I'm saying like is if you take pride in your craft, then it makes it um what's the term that I'm looking for? It makes your your career more fruitful. Yeah. Because you're, but, and see, that's the thing, too. It's like, it sucks because there's so much bullshit out there. Yeah. And there's so many people that, and I, I hate to say it, man. I mean, you could probably get good in a few years if you actually, like, took time to, like, focus and But what you're and, getting like, at practice. It, but what you're getting at is, like, if everyone stepped their game up and shit, essentially, if I can dumb it down, then it will be beneficial to everyone in the craft. Yeah, for sure. But if people are out there accepting lower standards yeah for their craft because they don't take it as serious and shit like that then it fucks the game up for people in your craft because now they're gonna do what you were saying of like oh you got a problem with our sound fuck you we'll just get yeah, this, we just gonna get this, this person who sucks for this much and yeah. shit because we don't want to basically fix our sound and shit to to basically help everyone in the craft out yeah essentially 
So that was crazy. I put that together. Yeah. Yes. I <laughs> So you kind of you translate it for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My translator. But yeah, I mean it's just it's unfortunate. And but the thing that's crazy to me is like I was looking at um this I follow like a bunch of DJ shit on Instagram and this guy was talking about like in the nineties, I think he had DJ like somewhere in New York and the rate at the time was like three hundred for DJs. Damn. And it's funny because it's like years later and like that's still like the the still it, inflation didn't didn't affect it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? but yeah, Unless you know, you become like the the mega DJ who's doing the yeah, EDM like the, the diplos and, yeah. and all that shit, which you know is cool. But it's like yo, like if if you're at a venue and like the venue's doing good and you have like a good DJ, it's like compensate that dude. Like, yeah, but I'm mean, because you think about it too is like we spend so much fucking money on equipment. Like I just bought some new equipment um, yesterday because it just came in stock. So I was like, I better grab it before I'm not gonna be able to grab it. That bitch fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. For that and, and equip- it, equipment been hard as fuck for you to get anyway since COVID, right? Like, yeah, because everything's been like back ordered yeah. and then all that shit with like the the shipping and everything. So game's been kind of fucked up. But I finally they sent me the the email notification like, get yours today, and I was like, fuck yes, <laughs> finally. <laughs> I don't mind if I do. Yeah. So. <laughs> But it's crazy to see, and I just I wish more DJs would put their foot down when it comes to protecting their craft and protecting what they do. Cause I, I and I'll be completely honest, bro. Cause like I didn't really like I kind of stumbled into like the DJ world, so yeah. I try to respect it as much as I can by like doing my research and like doing the things that you know. I'm by no means I'm not like a, a fucking turntableist, but I'm not a whole I'm not a bad DJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like I wouldn't get booked as much as I do, but it just the crazy shit is like we got to fight to like get paid. Like it's hard for us to get paid, and people put so much energy and and they rely so heavily on your 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 following, right? Yeah. Like your Instagram followers, or whatever, and like the analytics. But it's like that's not gonna bring people in. I can have forty thousand you know, people on my shit and I guarantee you like a solid like five or six are going to show, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like you, you have to do more to promote for your business. And that's not just like the, I'm not saying it's the spots that I'm at, but it's just like across anywhere. Really. It's like uh, everybody relies so heavily on social media to promote their, their business, whatever, but they're not out there like really doing the footwork yeah, to like get people in the door anymore. It's not like, how shit was back in like the early 2000s when niggas was leaving flyers and shit on your car. Oh, the old days. <laughs> you would get like the ecstasy cabaret shit on your fucking window and like, fuck it, let's go. But th- that's the thing. It's like you see it. It's it's in your hands. It's it's, it's tangible. It's tangible. Yeah. So you're like, well, fuck. And you, you remember it more versus I have people skip over my shit all the time. And I know they do because somebody, I had posted a flyer the other day um, to a, a spot that I was at and at the time, they were running a promotion, and they had, like, $3, you call it, right? And so I left that on the flyer. One person called it out. Not even the, all the people that I tagged in it. One person called it, like, hey, we're not doing the $3, you call it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, you did it intentionally. I, no, I didn't do it intentionally. I forgot it was on there. Because I posted one the other day when we did the, we were telling people to pop by after the Kevin Hart show. Yeah. And I had that on, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, shit, wrong one. But nobody said anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, people don't, like, they just, like, skim over it. Versus if you had, I mean, chances are if you put some shit on somebody's car, they probably don't want this shit. 
But, that, you know, probably like three out of ten might fucking look at him like, all right, my pop up. So, so I worked with um, a graphic design dude who uh, did some shit like that to me when I was interning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so essentially it's like I'd send uh, an idea of what the what I needed from him. And he would craft it up, send me like the the rough. I'd say like, okay, this is cool, and then send it to my boss for like final approval. Mm-hmm. And like he fucked me one time and like intentionally left like two words misspelled down at the far bottom of the fucking flyer. Damn. And then like it it almost got out the door before he was just like, I, I can't believe you guys didn't catch the typo. We were just like, what? And he's like, yeah, I did it intentionally. I just wanted to see if anyone checks the shit. And we we're just like the fuck is wrong with you bro like that's a dick move fool but like not in your case but it's just like i almost had a gotcha moment like that and it's like dog i'm a fucking intern i don't hold no weight here like i don't fucking can't speak up on every fucking thing it's like yo i just it's like i'm I ha- i'm trusting in you to to do yeah. the right thing and, and, that, and then i think yeah you know. it's one of those things I, but that's different like you trusting yeah. somebody to do like their job or whatever me i just i kind of made a mistake i posted the wrong one because i got so many different ones yeah but for you to intentionally do some shit like that is kind of bogus. Big flyer, man. But yeah, but then on top of that too, it's like you do all the work. Like that shit takes time. Yeah. Like to to make flyers and do all like that shit takes time. Like I don't, I barely have enough time in my day as is. But there, like, no place now has a budget for marketing. They're just like, oh well, he would just throw you a little extra something. I'm like, bro, like if I was in like graphic design, I was solely doing shit with my hourly rate is fucking stupid you should all every profitable company uh, at least 10 percent of it their earnings go to the marketing department yeah i should know this because i'm in marketing see so (laughs) but it's it's one of those things like y'all gotta i'm just people and and owners of venues got to take that into account it's just like i don't know i mean maybe they'll listen maybe they won't Probably not. And this it's this ain't on like no negative shit, like no shit talking. It's just like I want to see people like expand and grow and uh, like Yeah, it it's uh yeah, I get it. And if we can tie it in with the last thing that we said, like when it cuz how you're talking about like all these people don't put no money into their own marketing and shit like that. Yeah. Um that kind of lowers the standard for my career field, honestly. Because everyone thinks that, like, oh, well, I can make a flyer on camera exactly. and shit like that. And I can that's do all this yeah. on my phone. So that's marketing. That's all marketing is right there and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, no, there's there's, a lot there's many it. different aspects to it. Like, yeah. I don't touch flyers and shit, but I'm, I'm technically I'm in digital marketing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do none of that shit, but I'm editing websites and, like, the background of what's going on on the website and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a different marketing. And then you got sales and shit in there and all that stuff. But... When everyone always like takes it like that, like oh, I made a flyer and it's I've used this flyer and I, I gave these flyers to someone I knew and they used them for their small business or whatnot. They don't you don't need money for marketing and shit. Yeah, that's that's the that's what you go through with people dropping their their weight their uh, uh, not not accepting what they're worth. Yeah, and shit. That's how I feel about it when I hear shit like that. Like, it's like why get the nigga that is a professional? We could just get some nigga that learned this shit on YouTube. Exactly. And thinks he knows about marketing because what's how they're going to know the difference. Yeah. But it's like somebody that's in marketing and like knows what the fuck they're talking about can do so much more for you. That's why they got the degree. You know what I'm saying? They can tell you how to uh, attack 
things at a certain angle and and you know increase whether it's like your instagram views or like whatever the fuck it's like not the nigga down the street that's just making flyers on his phone (laughs) (laughs) like oh yeah i just made this in like five minutes like crank these bitches out fuck off bro like fuck off i and i mean if if that's how you do your shit and get your money but i mean charge that's don't be doing the shit for like free 99 i mean these are all just problems of technology essentially because you know 20 years ago no one would really say that because even if you were like mocking some shit up there was no app on the phone to do that same thing with like making music same thing with like being a dj essentially there's a bunch of things that have been affected in the last like 20 years because of um the technology that we have on us all the fucking time yeah. it's just it that's it like sucks. that's like those jukeboxes at venues yeah where it's like be the dj like fuck off like whoever wrote that shit those are the it. worst too <laughs> like there's a bar that i like to i like to frequent every now and then during football season for drinks but it's it's that fucking uh the the fucking i forgot the name of it or like whatnot touch tunes yeah touch tunes there we go be and the they DJ. fucking whoever man you got to get there in time because if someone loads that bitch up with like Leonard Skinner all fucking night long. It's like even if you do like to pay the extra for the quick pass, other motherfuckers are paying the quick pass. Yep. So it just keeps bumping your song further and further back, man. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's my whole DJ rant. I'm done with it. I just I, my my key thing from this whole rant is just I want to see people like do better and grow. And hopefully, you know, I mean, and San Antonio gets shit on a lot by their venues. So, like, last night, um, I don't know if everybody knows, but Bad Bunny's in town. Oh, he's favored. he went to Andretti or something, and then after that, he ended up at Fourth Quarter. Yeah. Out of all bars in San Antonio, Fourth Quarter. Now, I'm not going to shit talk Fourth Quarter. But it's just not like the greatest place. <sighs> no, it's not. It's not like like I'm not gonna like in my head. I'm not like oh fuck. Where should I go to uh, fourth quarter? That's where I'm going. No, like fourth quarter is that you stop by to say what's up to somebody and you dip. But doesn't this kind of feed into what we talked about before? Of just like we're not a like a, a fancy bar uh, club establishment city anymore. Which is crazy though, because we could be. There's like so you look at like Dallas. And like Houston, and which I'm get, given, they're like they're pretty big yeah. on that shit out there, and out here it's more like family. But it's like San Antonio's won that. It's like we don't want to have to drive up to Austin to get like a rainy street experience or like a West Sixth Street experience. Yeah, and of course, it, all that's being invested down here. But I'm talking about like when when a when like a, a musician comes into town. Normally, the way it used to be was like. Oh shit! They're gonna be at this club tonight. Yeah, in VIP and all that. There's nothing like that. They, they don't do like that's what I'm saying. Like that doesn't happen. Bad no Bunny, the biggest artist in the world, in the world right now, at fourth quarter. Which I get too because it's maybe a great story though. You know, at that level, it's like maybe you want something that's a little bit more low key, low key, and like chill. So you ain't gonna pop up to like the biggest club. It's just like an artist of his of his caliber. Of like what we described. That's yeah. something that you would be like, oh, they're going to be at this club. Because I remember when LeBron, when the Spurs played LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like late, this is like 2010, 2009. 
And it was like all over the fucking radio that the after party was going to be at Anthro. Yeah. Which was a club back in the day here. Like, like shit like that don't happen anymore. But it's crazy because last time they came, they did like a private event at Champagne Room. Yeah. Downtown. And Champagne Room is like, it's the homie spot. It's a nice little spot. Very small too. But it's just like, it's a, it's a smaller spot. It's more like, like that whole strip is kind of like a six street type thing. Yeah. So it's a bunch of like small bars. But I just, it's like Dallas. Like I sent you that one. Dallas is called like Bodega. Yeah. And it like has a front like a Oh, no, that was Fort Worth. Store. That was Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yeah. And so it has like a front like a convenience store, but then you go in the back and it's like this really dope spot. San Antonio has the potential for that. And we have enough areas. Is Moses Roses still still around? I think so, yeah. Because that, that'd be the equivalent of that thing we saw in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. Because I remember running, um, uh, what's it called? A uh, pub run. And that was one of the stops on the pub run. And when I when I walked in, I was like, "What the fuck?" Because it's just like there's no door or whatnot. It's just like a yeah, you get trapped in that little room. Yeah, a little fucking escape room thing, you know. Let me pour up. We're refilling right now. But yeah, I just, San Antonio has the potential for you know a lot of dope shit out here, and I mean it would make the experience a lot better for people that like to go out and like like to enjoy themselves at different spots. I don't have to drive to Austin every time. But so, like you said, like bringing in artists from like different, like you know, like when people go on tour and shit. San Antonio yeah. gets nobody. Well, they got bad. bad I money, mean, but, but that's because the market's here for that. Yeah, exactly. But like Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi did Austin, yeah, Houston, Dallas, Austin, Houston. <laughs> he could have made that little hour drop. Yeah, and like he could have came bust down, the, bust the lep up, left up I ten. It's yeah. like, nah, we just going to Houston. He's like, yeah, we just going to Houston. We gotta get the fuck out of Texas, but. It's, it's crazy because, uh, like, Kendrick Lamar, he's not doing a show in San Antonio, is he? I don't think so. Yeah, like the tour. But I, I, think, I think he's only doing Houston. I yeah. thought. But it's crazy because, like, tours don't stop here except for, like, big Latin artists. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe Justin Timberlake. But, we do, we do. But I wish we would get some more people out here like that. That's always been the thing, though. But they blamed it on multiple things of, like, when it, when it all just basically comes down to like they like they see the market and it's like we probably can't sell out a stadium yeah. there like fuck <laughs> ain't selling shit unfortunately you we're know gonna, we're gonna have to lower the price of tickets niggas gonna try to sneak in with their cousin and shit yeah but yeah I don't know I, hopefully like within the next like five like five ten years like we get some really dope shit down here yeah there's a lot of people investing I'm, I mean shit. that. The area that I play in right now, like, there's a lot of dope shit popping up, and there's a few people from Austin that are buying up shit and, you know, making these venues down there. So that's cool. Just make sure y'all invest in y'all sound. (laughs) (sighs) Got to make sure they do that. But if we could transition a little bit, um, we were going to jump into it originally, but um, what's what's, uh, what's popping with the sneaks right now? Any new hits? I haven't been seeing a lot of, like, dope shit recently i've been seeing things like here and there um but i haven't been copping as much as i as i normally do which is good this nigga showing restraint holy shit but i did end up picking up some uh some of these slides and i feel bad because these are the ones that easy don't like (laughs) and i'm wearing some right now uh but i mean i like when this is never meet your idol i know he's gonna be like chalk I can't fuck with you. You bought them fake ass Yeezy slides. Those are fake, you know. <laughs> but 
Yeah, nah, so I got, I cop these, the white ones, just a little joints to wear around the house. I would never wear these in public. Only my Yeezy slides in public. This nigga. These get the house nigga treatment. I'm going to catch you at the at like the gas station one time, and then I'm going to be like, nigga, you out in public. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I can't wear these out in public. These are the these are the house slides only. And see, I never used to wear slides, but I got them, them uh, foam runners. Oh, my God. This shit is so comfortable. You're a That's slide probably, guy now. The, the foam runner and the, the Yeezy slides are probably like my favorite shoe out of all the shoes that I have. They're the most comfortable. They look fucking crazy, and I love it. Um, And then I tried to hit on Confirmed because I wanted a pair for me and my baby girl, but I didn't. And then I ended up going to JD, and they had the uh, they had them there. So I got these. I'm gonna try to get her pair on StockX. And this is a, a pair that I also did acquire. If the the paint, if everything still sticks or whatnot, they were pending my my charges, and they returned my money, um, which basically is a sign that they ran out of stock or whatnot. But which I still I, haven't gotten like an official notification that it was canceled. Which so. I which I hate. I hate when that shit happens. Yeah. So um uh Beffy's Beauty Supply, they released those Jordans, I think they were the sevens. And so I bought me and my baby a pair of those. But yo, um so uh Monier, they released the uh air was it the airship? The the blue and white ones. Mm-hmm. So I had a pair in my cart and it wouldn't let me check out. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So the next day, I, I get an email from them. And it's like, did you still want these? And it still had them in the cart. And so I went to back to the page and like tried to, and then it was like out of stock. I was like, you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. But yeah, so uh, those are a couple of things that I hit on. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Fire Red 3s. And I think that's about it. Fire Red Threes, uh, nice. I skipped on the the Georgetown Sevens this weekend in mm-hmm. favor of those Easies. I, I did want those. There was a moment where I was on uh, the sneakers app, about to hit accept and then do my little Apple Pay, but you know. Yo, those Twelves, the <laughs> the Stealth Twelves, mm-hmm. nobody touched them shits. They finally sold out of my my size. Yeah, it took like uh, two weeks essentially. So that, that's that, that's another crazy thing about like uh, some Jordans that that are just like sitting for a minute, as we've discussed before. Like if if they run out of my size quick, then that's normal. But if I see my size still available after like an hour or two, I'm just like, ooh, what's wrong? What's going <laughs> well, on yeah, here? I don't want these. Yeah, yeah it's um, like it's something wrong. Yeah. But one I am kind of eyeing for, and they don't come out till October, is the fours, the black canvas. Mm-hmm. I really want those. And then the uh, OG Chicago, the reimagine, because the box is dope on it. It comes with, like, that little receipt paper and all that. Um, but other than that, like, I really don't see anything that I'm, like, interested in. Interested. I really want these. Uh, I want a pair of SBs. Uh, there is, like, this, uh, this black pair coming out in October, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'll be looking for those, and then there's this pink pair of uh, of dunks going around on Instagram that I think are supposed to come out in later this month, but I haven't seen anything official that I'm really looking at. Um, other than that, I think the next thing I'm waiting on is uh, the cherry red 11s, but that's not till December. 
and then that fucking lineup, they released the fucking lineup of uh, the 2023 summer release of all the Jordans yeah. that I sent you. There's a couple of pair in there. I see they're kind of high. So I'm fucking with those Wizards threes. That's fucking yeah. Those that's are crazy. Dope. Um, so all right, we know that Kanye is having this feud with uh, Adidas and Gap. Yes, he is. So with that being said, are we still buying Yeezys? Oh, absolutely. Because he had made a comment about like a bunch of colorways and like stuff that he didn't approve of. So I'm trying to figure out like which ones are the like the ones that he approved of. Because then I'll buy those. But if it's like on some fuck shit and like they released a bunch, so like I'm even wondering like the ones I got now are. Yo, man's still a billionaire, man. You know, so it doesn't matter. I'm still copping. They got it doesn't some, matter. They got some dope joints coming out, though. If, if it's a dope colorway and he says he didn't fucking approve it, I'm sorry. I'm still wearing it. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't be mad, though. I know he hates it, but they did the retros, and they brought the turtle doves back, and they're about to do the pirate black ones, and I, I want a pair of those so bad. <laughs> but then, like, the the Yeezy basketball knit, the Slate Onyx, mm-hmm. those are fucking dope. The Panda. Those are, they look better on foot. Yeah. Way better on foot. But there's some some joints coming out soon that I'm like. I still want some 700s. I got my eye myself. on. I want, I want some 750s. There is a 700 that's supposed to be coming out. And then uh, they're supposed to be like bringing back the October. boots, right? Yeah, the boots drop at the beginning of uh, next year. So but that's the thing I was saying is like that's a shoe I can't get down with because I don't live in a cold weather city. Like that, but if I lived in like, but if you have Colorado to, or something like that, I'd be rocking them hoes. But all if the time. you happen to go, so I'm a rock. I'm a buy this this shoe to wear it one fucking time. That makes no sense. Yeah, but nigga, you about to be a world traveler. <sighs> you gonna be out in the mountains? But I'm not gonna be in the fucking mountains all the time. I'm not a mountain nigga. You know, hey, that's another thing I was gonna get. But what up if to. you turn into a mountain nigga? Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm good on the mountains. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I'm becoming a beach nigga. You a beach nigga? I think I might be a beach nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? I had so, had the sunburn on my arms. It didn't even feel it, but my shit was peeling because your boy had on the tank two weeks ago when I was at the coast. He was out there getting toasty. I was just out there, had the brewski in hand, you know what I'm saying? Just just walking on the beachfront. I was just like, damn, I get it. So that's how you spent your Labor Day weekend? No, no, no. I, was, I didn't go for Labor Day. I went last the weekend prior. Oh shit! So this week, oh that's right, I yeah. didn't do shit. I well had some glizzies last night, my boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the glizzy goblin, mm. <laughs> glizzy bacon wrap glizzies. Woo, bro! See now you're making me hungry. <laughs> I I don't fuck. I think all I had to eat today was McDonald's. Damn, I've been busy, man. I've been trying to revamp all my my shit. I've been looking for a new place. I've been um, it's been they've been working. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I think I'm a mountain nigga. I like I like the mountains. I, I mean, I'm from South Dakota though, so it's like makes sense. It's just so relaxing. Until, I, until beach, you fall. Beach just is not fun for me. Until you fall, because it's like it the sand, and then you got sand in your ass crack. It's hey, well, I right, never mind. I'll share that off pot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, hey, I wasn't a beach nigga for the longest time. I was like, I don't like this. This is dumb. Like, why do y'all do this? Maybe I gotta you know go more. It's probably because I'm not close enough. Yeah, when, I mean, when we went out to Tampa, I went to go visit my sister. Could have easily been a beach nigga, but we didn't have time. 
I didn't enjoy it as much. You know what? The crazy thing is I didn't really like and start enjoying it until last year when I went to Destin. Mm. Like even when I went to because I went to South Beach for a bachelor party and it was like, OK, I get it. Like, I understand why you are out here, but I didn't really enjoy it. So I went to Destin and Destin is just like it's it's a beautiful beach optically. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's why it like really said it, even though Corpus, it looks nothing like. A Destin or whatnot. That water dirty <laughs> as shit. It definitely don't look like that. Water dirt brown, man. But fuck, you know, we still just chilling and kicking back in it, you know? Nah, I'm pretty sure it's probably a good time. I always wanted to go to the beach at night and do like the fire pit. And and no, shit. I will not. Nah, you don't do that? No, no night beach. See, that's some mountain nigga shit. <laughs> oh, man. But nah, uh, you know, Labor Day weekend, I really didn't do much. I don't think that it just there wasn't really much to do. What's the point? You observe Labor Day week in the right way by doing nothing. But I mean, I didn't even get to like hang out, with fam, and shit. Yeah. I just worked, really. Yeah, I'll say that. I did go see my mom. Yeah, I pulled up yeah. on her and shit. It had a little BBQ. Nah, I was, just hanging out, hung out, said what's up. But that's what I actually put the topic on here for, if we're being real. When it comes to Labor Day, and I don't know, maybe this was just my family or whatnot, but. When 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 that Labor Day weekend came up, or any type of like three day weekend or something, where like you're supposed to just grill, did your family do the grilling on Sunday or did they do it the Monday that you were off? Sunday. That's what I thought too, because like that's that's what I always was just like. No, my parents always. It was like we grill Sunday, so they could they didn't have to do shit on Monday. Yeah, it was like grill, like hang out with fam, eat, get fucked up. Yeah. And then that way Monday you just chill. Because we went to my girl's parents' house yesterday. And, like, she was like, yeah, we just want to have some, you know, just grill some glizzies and all that. And I was like, oh, y'all don't do that on Sunday? And she was like, why would we? And I was just like, because it's Labor Day. Yeah, like, like, you got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, right? it's like, that's why no one has, like, their, their fucking parties on Monday. Like, you got to have them on Sunday. Gotta work. You yeah. have them on Sunday and all that. Yeah. So I just found that a little bit strange. And I was just like, was was I the only one who did that or no? Um, that's why on like the weekends like if you have barbecues do them on saturday you don't do them on sunday unless you're yeah. watching football yeah but even then it's like you can still do everything early enough and then go home and sleep and wake up and be ready for work yeah that's some people it takes them a, a little bit longer to recover from the from the festivities <laughs> me I don't, I don't get hangovers and shit so i just that's you know i'll be all right it's you know it's it's you can work around it typically i i haven't been hung over in a while yeah. for being real but um i also just been doing straight liquor though this guy uh, well that that would help because there's no sugar in your mixer because so. i don't like doing all the other unless i'm going to like a craft cocktail bar mm-hmm. then i'll do like the the different shit but when i'm working i only drink when i'm working <laughs> this guy <laughs> that's just that didn't sound, it's just sound, sound crazy, good anyways right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking 10 o'clock in the morning just drinking at work Oh Lord, nah, I would never. Just imagine being on the opening Zoom in the morning and just like <laughs> pulling out a beer and popping the top. Yo, but some people was doing that during the pandemic. They I had bet a they little fucking coffee were. mug. This shit was full of Bailey's or just straight vodka if you a psychopath. But yeah, they was <laughs> they was doing some Yo, shit. When I bought this today, some fucking old white. He wasn't old, like middle aged white dude was like in the. Because uh, the specs I went to, they got like a cooler of vodka mm. that's on ice that's cooled down. He was like perusing through there looking for some some like straight vodka, and it was like a cheap brand too. It was like like oh. McCormick. Nah, nah, it wasn't that cheap. It was a little bit like the bottle was fancy, but I was surprised by Absolute. the price. It was only like sixteen bucks when he Pinnacle. got it. 
No, nah, it wasn't any of those. <laughs> it has some weird tag. It was like a purple tag on it. And I was just like, yo, this guy, he about to go sit in his car and just take that hoe to the head. <laughs> he could walk out in the parking lot. He's just in there. I thought it. he was. He was backing up real slow. He parked next to me and shit. And I was just like, yo, he really just taking a bottle. But like, nah, he was like backing up so he can pull out a spot. I used to work at a liquor store. And oh, shit, I forgot. Yeah, people would come in at like, like, because we'd sell in the morning. And they'd come in and buy bottles because the military. So you can come in and buy a bottle at like 8 a.m. when we open. Military special. Yeah. And people would be buying that. Mil- they would buy like boxes. And then you would see them back the next week. I'm like, how fucking much do y'all drink? Yeah. Like, I didn't, because when I started working, I was like 19. Yeah. 20. And then, like, now I'm just like, oh, I see why y'all buying so much liquor. Because <laughs> life is hard, nigga. <laughs> 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 Niggas be going through things. Now you're an adult and it's yeah. like, oh, I get it now. It's like, how come, like, uh, in my head, I'll be like, Damn, niggas be drinking because they would come in like on their lunch break and they'd buy the miniature bottles of vodka because you can't smell vodka on your, yeah. on your person, depending on how much you drink. And this guy would just come in all the time. He'd be red. And I'm like, oh, he getting some shit. He got to go back to work. after it. And I would always I'm like, why do people like get fucked up? And they're like, why is, like, why is this? And it's like, now you older. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, go on. Like, let me um, get let me get four or five of those miniatures. <laughs> we having them shits in your desk at work. Fun, I think that's kind of funny because like whenever I see like the miniatures or whatnot, I'm always just like, only alcoholics buy them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, I've got this full size fucking bottle of liquor in my hand. I'm just like, I'm not an alcoholic. I wouldn't buy those miniature I would never bottles. Buy those like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just I have whole bottles. <laughs> just pour them in flasks. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> Oh man, but it's crazy. Yeah, niggas be going through shit, especially after the pandemic. You know, people just fucking need a drink twenty four hours a day. Need drink, need a release. You know um, what I will say is crazy though, is I feel like, and I mean this could just be from my perspective, but I feel like drinking and and things has been like super glamorized. Cause for me, it's like the only time I'm really like drinking and doing shit is when I'm at. When I'm doing a gig, when you're at work, I'm working, and I have to be. It's like social, right? I don't, I don't drink at home. Like I have tons of alcohol, so you can never call me alcoholic. This is the same thing. That's why I like I hate buying new shit because it just it sits. Just sits a, it just sits on a shelf. <laughs> Unless I have like a party or something, yeah. but I just there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's like thirty bottles up there. Yeah, it's like thirty bottles up there. Like my girl's having she informed me um on her birthday i have to leave the house because she's having like a stupid fucking slumber Girls party night. yeah fucking dumbass slumber party can't i can't bring my own fucking dog you know what i'm saying he has to stay there and i'm like no one goes in my fucking room no one touches my dog you know but <laughs> leave yeah max. leave max out of this girly fest but to me it's like oh this is this is a, an excuse for me to get rid of all of this alcohol that i've had Cause it's just like, look at all this fucking dry bar up here that drink I don't touch. Yeah, Cause I'm not it. someone who just, I just, I, you know, I'd try it every, if there was a drink that we made and I liked, like I'd, I'd have one with my girl, but it's never something that like, oh, quitting time, time to pull up a, a scotch, you know what I'm saying? A scotch yeah, on the rocks, like two I, fingers. Like I don't come home and like start working on music and then be like, let me pour up a glass. Yeah, I can't, I, just, I don't even, know why. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm even when I eat dinner. I'm like, I'm not going to crack open a beer. I got all that happy dad in the fridge still. <laughs> yeah, that too. I got all them fucking Simply's in mine still. Like, oh Lord. So if y'all want this, you know, DM us. We'll, we'll send it to you. You we'll, can get your. Box it all up. We'll, we'll, we'll do like a care package. Yeah, we'll do a care package. Whoever watches this or hears this in DMs the, at the Saucy Boys pod on Instagram, 
we will box it all up and send it to you. Yeah, whatever we <laughs> feel like letting go of, which is a lot because I got a lot of shit that I'm not drinking. Feel a nice so. little care package for you. Um, but yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and get in the music corner. I feel like we've been rambling long enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll jump into that. Uh, so this music corner is special because we're going to be reviewing a a concert essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we last Thursday I was incredibly honored. To, to accompany a Chaku to the city of, of Houston. H-Town. H-Town. Uh, to see uh, Kid Cudi live and in person. And it was uh, it was aesthetically pleasing. A very great show. It was. I, I do remember when we were walking out, though, the only thing we, our only disappointment was um, we felt like he could have done like a lot more. It did feel very short. It I mean, it didn't feel. It was it was short. It was like an hour. Yeah. He was only on, set for, on stage for an hour, even with like the, the little... Uh, fake out I'm leaving interlude thing you know what I'm saying? which was weird because he did all his like his hype club tracks like in the so it was like pursuit of happiness and uh what was the other one um I'm in the pursuit of happiness I know um all the crazy shit I did tonight, tonight. those would be the yeah so he did memories and he did a uh, pursuit of happiness and then it just like he blew confetti <laughs> And then, like, rode out. And then, yo, but what was crazy to me is, like, when they brought him. So, like, when everybody's like, Cuddy, Cuddy. Yeah. And the road directly behind us, like, in the, the stick. Because we were on the floor. Hey, floor seats, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they started stomping. Yeah. It's like. Grrr. And I thought niggas was running. Me too. So I turned around. I looked, got a little and I worried because like, oh, I was shit. just like, ah, oh, shit. It's but then, about to happen. Yeah. I'm about to be caught in some bullshit. But then once, like we realized it was just them like trying to get him to come back out then like the other side started doing it and like the shit was shaking it was crazy um i will say though for the show like he did a lot of like his newer stuff oh it was dope because chip the ripper oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was it chip the ripper Pun got to come out yeah um but he did a lot of like shit off his new album and then it was like a lot of the slower songs yeah which i mean it was still good but i was wanting like Cause he came out, he's like, "Y'all ready to rage?" Yeah, <laughs> I thought, I thought we was gonna get rage to cut it. Took us and down. Then it was just like, <laughs> had me all emotional. We're gonna rage. Yeah. And it's like the raging shit was at the end. It's like, yo, bro. Come but on. it was just crazy. Like he like crescendoed on that shit, and was just like, "All right, I love you, peace." And like ran through the door, and he's like, "Wait, Nick, excuse me. Like <laughs> you owe me like fifteen more songs. What the fuck, my nigga? Like what's going on, bro?" And then he came back out. After like a five minute, you we said like he went took a shit real quick and then came back out yeah. and did like what he did like two or three more songs. Yeah, I think so. I think he only did ten total to be real. I I wasn't counting because I was in a and it was wasn't a, an emotional roller coaster. You yeah. just had niggas emotional the whole yeah. time. It was no roller coaster. It was just emotions yeah, yeah. <laughs> the entire time. This nigga did Man Bunch. on the Moon and I'm like thinking about all the long drives home that I listened to that <laughs> song and shit. <laughs> I'm just that man on a moon. Bunch of sad boys. Yeah, it was but the nigga next to me was just in it. He's like fucking he's uh, doing all the shit. Uh, uh. Some fucking guy in front of us kept doing like the the half of the heart thing. Yeah. And I was I wanted to like tell him like, "Yo, he's not going to fucking complete your heart bro like get the fuck over it it was dope though because he was signing vinyls and shit so yeah that was dope that was dope 
but even with that, he didn't get to all the vinyls like he said he would. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, is this like an emergency? Did like someone tell him like, yo, something happened. You got to cut the show. Yeah. Real fast or what? It was it was weird. It, it seemed super awkward how it ended because he was like, I'm going to sign all these vinyls all night long. We're going to be here for a while. I got all these songs that are dedicated to you. He did one song. Then after the interlude, did another one. It was that was it. It was like, damn, you said all these songs were dedicated to the to the fans. What you the gave, fuck? You gave us two. Like, yeah, where's Heart of a Lion? That would have been great. Dog, I was waiting for it because I just wanted to scream at the top of my lungs. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. But I didn't get to do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, it was funny though because we was like we were waiting for him to come on and there was like a row of white dudes behind us and they were on shrooms <laughs> they were on shrooms and um they were playing kendrick all right and he's like nigga we gonna be all right they were bleeping themselves and out. they were bleeping themselves out but i'm like i bet you, you saying, i'm pretty sure it's because just we were there yeah, yeah. it's like oh there's this black guy in front of us we better not say nigga but it's gonna be a problem also that's probably a testament to a, a more diverse town like houston Whereas they're respectful enough to do that. Whereas I know if that show was here, oh, they just and they be, were and they were Mexican or white guys behind us, like, they'd just be gonna be all. They'd right. be just dropping the shit because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, ignorant. So I will say I was pleasantly surprised with the uh, 070 Shake because yeah. I haven't really heard a lot of her music. I just heard her features, and when she brought that dude up on stage and he was wilding wild. out, that was like that was probably the most energy. I was close to to dabbling into some uh, Spotify playlists of hers. Yeah, I might have to. I might close. have to dig into it because um, I know she has some shit. I've heard a couple of songs, but I'm not like a fan. There was like niggas in there like singing her shit word for word. I didn't realize she was like that 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 big. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she was on the Kanye shit, so. And nothing hurts anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah. Overall, like it was a dope show. And you know, I'm just I'm ready for the the next concert. I'm ready for the next. But you know, since we're in San Antonio, I don't know when that'll be. <laughs> have to be another city. Though. We, yeah, we got uh, my only to my Austin. only thing that I'll say, um, which I brought it up again in 2022, we have not figured out a way to make the the floor seating more comfortable. Like, what's going on? Yeah, there was plenty of space down there that they could have expanded the seats like they, out. Could have like slid them to the side. Had more space for each people. Like I just. I, I was super uncomfortable at first, and then like when everyone started standing up, I was like, "Okay, this isn't gonna be bad." But like my foot was hurting. Yeah. Um. Like when I first got there, and I was just kept thinking, like, I really need to like stretch out. Yeah, and, but like, you couldn't move. Yeah, that's least, why I lifted those seats up. Yeah, because so, I was like, as soon as I did that, I had all kinds of room. And a nigga like next to me was kind of like standing in front of his, so I didn't want to put it up. And then yeah. when he moved over, I put that shit up, and he My looked man. back like, oh, I got all this space yeah. now. <laughs> so, much like, See, so much room for activity. Now we can jump around to all these slow songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But, uh, no, nah, I love the Kid Cudi. It was it was a good show. Um, It was kind of the same during uh, Childish Gambino. It was just like it was real packed. It was real tight. And I'm like, fuck. I feel like the older I get, like the, the farther back my seats get because yeah. I don't want to be in the bullshit no yeah. more. But... I don't know if that's just a whole nigga thing or just. I just want to be comfortable. That's yeah. just me. My thing is all about comfort. Like I don't want people all up on me. Granted, uh, AC was popping in there, so it wasn't 
you know what I'm saying? That could have been a lot worse is what I'm saying. But yeah. Yeah. I just like having my own space. I don't like to have to like this. This gets super uncomfortable after like an hour. But I mean, like you know, sitting that like too. That. If he would have went and like did like the rager shit, when we got to jump around, and that'd have been cool. Yeah, I'd have been cool bumping shoulders with people. But we just got ballads the whole night. So, but <laughs> Cuddy the ballads, cutters, cutters. HBO and vitamin waters. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, but yeah. I think I think it's about. I think, I think we're good. I think we're good. We went on from it. So on that note, we are going to wrap up this episode. But uh, please be sure to DM us at the Saucy Boys Pod if you want this happy, mystery box. Yeah, this mystery box of of goodies. And then um, yeah, catch us in a couple of weeks. Word. Peace. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Please say the kid that needs some help. And I, man, see, I'd have been so hyped if we did that shit. Every time. <laughs>